Hi, I'm Desiree, and I'm here to share my intentional journey of non-toxic living, motherhood, being a newlywed, striving for minimalist living as a previous-slash-current clutterbug, and growing my faith with all of you in hopes of helping each other grow on the Unprocessed Mama Intentional Lifestyle Podcast. In this episode, we'll be talking about non-toxic living and about how it's not a checklist that you can just check the boxes off every single day and, you know, how it's actually a lifestyle because if you just look at it as a checklist, you're not going to have the motivation or the reality of actually doing these things in your everyday life and if you're not able to do this in your everyday life then it's really not a lifestyle and non-toxic living is a lifestyle now you don't have to do this all right away it's not (laughs) It's definitely something you don't want to do all right away because just like most important things, if you were to try to accomplish every aspect of it right away, it would be extremely overwhelming. So you have to take this one step at a time and you'll have to see how that works for you. For me, that kind of started off honestly when... I had a kid, I got more serious about it. When I was younger, I had actually kind of been raised in a way that I paid a little bit of attention to all these things. And it was only a little in multiple things that I would say I paid attention to you know, living non-toxic, or I more so would look at it as natural. And as I got older, I added in things that I would do, you know, on my own, and started really getting more into non-toxic living. And yeah, that really took off once I had a kid. Um, I would say it started so simple, just like, you know, little things as how I wanted to handle my pregnancy and how I wanted to give birth and what diaper rash cream we wanted to use for our kid. And, you know, even before I had a kid, it was little things like you know, the food I was eating. I've never been one for strict diets, but just in general having a whole rounded diet and you know as time is going on it's just kind of snowballed and that's been really fun actually because you're able to have more patience with it and experience more of it and enjoy experiencing that journey and that's a really important aspect of this process. Um, Another thing to realize with non-toxic living is that 
you do have to do your research. Don't just take what anybody says. Don't just take what I say. Anybody at all. Like, of course, which, you know, you should stay open-minded, which is what brings me to my next topic. But we'll go back to that. So with researching, you want to just look things up. If you hear something, somebody tells you something, then look into it. For example, um, this isn't necessarily non-toxic living, but it's just like a healthy habit. Um, I was out and somebody had told me to not have my son sit in a W seating position, which I'm not sure if you guys know what that mean, but means, but if any of you do... Um, it's a way that kids will sit that it's not good for their hips. And I have no clue about this. And, you know, I don't have a lot of family around me that tells me these things. So sometimes stuff like that comes up. And I was like, huh, okay. And, you know, I did adjust him for then. And, like, I just adjusted my son's seating position. And when I got home, you know, I looked into it a little. And I asked around a little bit. And, you know, came to find out she was right. Like, that isn't good for kids to sit that way because it's not good for their hips and the placement. And so, you know, just look into things yourself. It's, you know, when you're at the grocery store, it can be really simple. If you're picking up, you know, the cereal that you always get each week, just look at the back of the box, look at the ingredients, and see if you even understand the ingredients. And if you don't, maybe you should look into some of the things. And honestly, there's still things on food that, of course... I don't understand, and I'll sometimes look it up, and sometimes I won't. Um, I will say that I do like my food to have the least amount of ingredients possible. That is something I have consistently noticed to be a better thing with your food. Um, so the next topic is to stay open-minded, so we're going back to that. You know, it's so easy to get defensive, especially for me. That's something sometimes I can struggle with. I'll admit it. Um, and God is really working on me and helping me through the patience of not being stubborn and just, you know, hearing what other people say. And just because someone thinks differently than me or you, that doesn't mean that it's a bad thing. Um, everybody gets to choose exactly how they want to do things. There's freedom of choice, and that's a beautiful thing. Um, I am constantly trying to stay open-minded, and my husband challenges me with that constantly, which I love him for it, but it is also a struggle sometimes, and I'm willing to take that struggle because it is something that has continuously helped me grow. Um, also, you know, you're going to be making adjustments along the way. It's not really, like I was saying in the beginning, it's not something you do right away and you have it all down and you're going to, you know, start doing things and then who knows, come a year later, you may find out. So sorry guys, got cut off there for a minute. Um, but I was just talking about how making adjustments along the way, um, you know, you're gonna do something a certain way from something you researched and then 
sometimes a year down the road, you'll figure out that, oh, you actually don't want to do it that way. And that's totally okay. You know, you're going to just adjust to however you see fit. And it's actually a little fun because you're growing and learning. And you know what? Along the way, you're changing. So it totally makes sense that how you're doing things is going to change from time to time. And, you know, this is going to look different for everybody. Um, every person is different. Every partner is different. Every kid is different. Every family as a whole is different. Every family's jobs are different and places that they live are different. You know, it's all just so different and you have to make do with what you have and what you can do now and honestly have faith about the rest and just know that God is going to take care of you throughout it and that's something that gives me so much peace for the times that there's something I want to do but I can't do right then and that brings me back to being taught patience. So, you know, non-toxic living, it's, it's definitely a lifestyle and if you let yourself, you can have a lot of fun and growth along the way. Alright, you guys have a great week. I'll talk to you next week. Did you know that our health and quality of life is being negatively affected by toxins in our cleaning products? I created a course that will help you eliminate toxins from your cleaning products so you can live a more healthy, quality life. Toxins in our cleaning products are causing things like headaches, infertility, and even cancer. This course will help you easily eliminate toxic ingredients that are harming your family and your own health from your cleaning supplies so you and your family can have a healthier quality of life. Check out the show notes for the link or go to unprocessedmama.info. Hey, if you got anything from this podcast episode, I would love it if you could share it with somebody or if you could leave a rating, a review for the podcast just to help it grow and reach others so that we can all work towards living an intentional and meaningful lifestyle. Hi, I'm Desiree, and I'm here to share my intentional journey of non-toxic living, motherhood, being a newlywed, striving for minimalist living as a previous slash current clutter bug, and growing my faith with all of you in hopes of helping each other grow on the Unprocessed Mama Intentional Lifestyle Podcast.